One of the realizations that I've had as a result of practicing mindfulness for over three decades, and I definitely do not see that it takes three decades of practice to come to this realization. I also recognize that all I can know is my own experience. I don't know that this is something that's going to, uh, to be true for other people or a realization that they ultimately have or see as their truth. But I, I feel like it bears mentioning because I've had enough conversations with people that this resonates at a certain level. What I wanted to say is that I woke up in the middle of the night about three nights ago and there was just this recognition. It wasn't a thought. It wasn't a belief. It was just this deep knowing. And what really essentially came through was that I I am not in... This is All I can do is put into words what this realization was. I realized that there's some limit uh, to what I can convey in, in, in human language. But what came through was that I am not just in this thing called life for the good times. And if, as I pause to reflect on that for a moment, I recognize that, yes, that is really what it feels like, although... I also realize that as a human being, I certainly don't want the quote-unquote bad times. And I'm really only using the words good and bad because of a uh, just a sense of familiarity or a way that people can identify. I'm not getting caught up in saying that the good times are always positive or that the bad times are always negative. But just for the purpose of what I'm sharing here this morning, that that's the words I'm using. And after that realization came through, I recognized, and there was there was this connection with something that my guru had taught me many years ago, and that is that the nature of this life, and I recognize this may not be true for everyone, and it's certainly not. It certainly is not a belief on my part. It's just it's what I've experienced, and I'm not really into. Uh, investing time and energy into beliefs myself, and I'm certainly not in the business of promoting beliefs uh, by any stretch of the imagination. But what I wanted to say was that he ultimately shared that that's what makes life, and that's when he, what he had said to me was that's what makes life what it is. Things don't always go the way that we want them to go. We don't always feel the way we wish that we would feel. Uh, the, whatever it is that we desire, we don't always get. What we want to come to pass does not always come to pass and that this is this thing called life so to speak this human life that is really what it feels like to me and I'm not wrapped up in any thoughts about it because I really have recognized that that's ultimately what mindfulness practice is it is paying attention to all of all of the thoughts that happen or occur I don't want to say the thoughts that I have because I don't know that they're all things that I choose. To, I, the thoughts are not all things that I choose to, uh, to to happen. A lot of it is what's referred to as choiceless. One of my other teachers spoke about that, that it's these things happen whether we want them to or not because I am inhuman and I'm neurally wired the way that I am is, is I would say, I would imagine most all humans are, but I can't know that that these thoughts just occur. They come and go. It is part of the nervous system doing what it does without oversimplifying this too much. And uh, those thoughts come and go. 
And I realize that I always have a choice. You know, am I, am I going to form beliefs around these thoughts? Am I going to begin to believe that I am this person who is somehow a victim to the vicissitudes of life? Am I going to get wrapped up in being busy, being the person who is struggling with life, not feeling the way I want it to feel, things not happening, what I want to happen. And, uh, I can get really caught up in that if I choose to, but it's a matter of, on some level, it is being able to cope with life unfolding as it does. And that's where the recognition of these thoughts that I have, have, have had for so many years, if not all of my life, that during the good times, I want the good times to continue, kind of like the old uh, the old blues song, you know, keep the good times rolling, so to speak. But I want the good times to continue, and I'm fearful of the bad times. I'm bracing against the tough times. Uh, I'm doing everything that I can to try to keep them from occurring. But this is all just based in thought. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Now, that's not to say that uh, I'm not abdicating responsibility. Clearly, if there are things that I, as a human being, should do and can do without getting really caught up in being busy, being the person doing them, and believing that somehow I'm going to, I'm definitely going to affect change through my actions. Yes, I know my actions certainly will make a difference, but it is really all of the thought behind these actions that I that I potentially can take that cause needless suffering. It is all of my mental machinations, so to speak. It's all of the stuff going on between my ears that I'm giving time and energy to if I choose to do that. Or I may not be choosing to do it. It may be happening on its own, and I'm still giving time and energy to them, but that is really the nature of and the, at the heart of what mindfulness practice is, it is to recognize by paying attention. The more I pay attention to what is happening in my mind, there is this natural outgrowth of awareness. And it is a little bit of headspace. It's, an, it's a little bit of a different perspective to be able to witness all of my thoughts about how I'm reacting to the good times and not wanting the bad times. And wanting if they are if, if things are not going my way, then I, I'm very busy trying to figure out how I can bring back the good times and create a, a flow of life that are that is the way that I want. It's in harmony with my desires. And I know I've, I tried that for years, and it never worked. And the only thing that I ended up with at the end of the day was a lot of needless suffering. So if I know that I ultimately, and there again, this is not a belief, this is just my experiences. If I know that life is going to flow and unfold however it does, and that part of life being what it is, and this is again just based on experience, life just doing what it does, if I'm really busy being an object or wrapping myself up in an identity of this person that quote-unquote things happen to, the things that happen that I don't like or that I'm bracing against or that I may not like are simply happening because that is what is happening. That's what is what is to happen. And it may have, have nothing to do with me. It may, if I, if I am undertaking certain actions that are self-defeating and that are not loving and uh, that are uh, uh, 
you know, selfish to a certain degree or to a great degree. Yes, these uh, these rough times, I may be bringing them about through my actions or inactions or lack of action. But if I am showing up in life and doing my best, and I also say it's not just about doing my best. And there again, this is just, I'm not saying this is true for everyone or that I expect that it will be. But it's also about being my best. And this is not best in a qualitative, measurable sense. There's no, uh, there's no goal to meet. It's just when I say being my best, what I mean there is that I'm just, I'm actually can be here in the present moment while life is happening, while things are flowing the way they are during the quote unquote good times and during the quote unquote bad times. There are the things that are not going my way or I'm not feeling the way I think I should feel. And that I can't, I don't have the, as much as I, and this was a belief for many, many years that that I could choose when things were not going my way. I could so, you know, basically opt out of this. I could somehow check out and distract myself. And yes, human beings are incredibly adept at checking out and diverting their attention and creating diversions and, you know, diving into things to, uh, to try to escape what it is that's actually going on. I, I certainly recognize that. And I certainly had my moments of being able to do that. But I will also say that at the same time, those things will only take me so far. And it's much easier to, I have found, to take more of a relaxed approach. Not that I'm, not that I'm passive, not that I'm not doing anything, but take more of a relaxed approach to life, how it unfolds and how it flows. And this can only, this can only occur when I can recognize where the resistance is, where the edge is, so to speak. Where is it, if I am resisting this, where is that happening? If I am physically contracted or bracing against these things that are not going my way or not what I want, I can then recognize that it's all coming from the mind. It's all coming from my thinking. And there's no blame there. There's nothing wrong with me, per se. It's just that that's the place where the resistance is. And if I can actually experience that and see that for myself through practicing mindfulness, I can witness these thoughts occurring. I can witness all of my emotional reactions to life being what it is and not always being what I want and the way that I want. And there's been a lot of that here recently. There have been things that have happened that I clearly have not necessarily... I can say that I was not thrilled about them happening, that I did not... Maybe in some cases I was really deeply invested in not wanting them to happen, but they happened, and they are happening. And at some point, I came to the knowing that it is it is really all about what I am actually what it is that I'm giving time and energy to. And if I am really wrapped up in my thoughts, if I'm really wrapped up in identifying as being the person who this stuff is happening to, so to speak, that that is where the suffering is. And when I'm not busy giving all my time and energy to that, there's actually energy that is left over for me to actually see, even during the toughest times, there is still joy, there is still meaning. 
there are still things that nourish me spiritually and psychologically and psychically. There are, there are definitely things that I can, can rejoice in. There are things that I can be grateful for as long as I'm not busy being the person trying to talk myself into being grateful, being open to joy, trying to find the good amidst the, uh, amidst the difficulties. And it's not that there's anything wrong with any of those things. It's just that I'm, I, can, I can experience that when, I, when the me that actually wants it to be different or trying to talk myself into being a certain way, when that person, quote-unquote, disappears. It all happened. And I heard, I believe there is a, uh, a, a jazz song that is titled, uh, that's titled, it, all ha- it Happens When We Disappear. And I really see that there is some truth to that. Now, I'm not busy being the person that's trying to disappear. I'm not thinking the thoughts about disappearing. This is really just figurative. This is just when the, the investment in time and energy into being the person that's struggling against whatever's going on or trying to keep the good times rolling, so to speak, then I'm really, I'm here. There's really a lot of me in this. And it's, it's, it becomes at some point all about me because that's all I can see. That's all I'm paying attention to. And I know that there is more to this life than me. I know there's more to this life than what I like and don't like, what I want to happen and don't want to happen, and what I want to have in my life and what I don't want to have in my life. These are simply human notions on a certain level. And when I can just let those thoughts come and go, the only reason most likely that they happen is because I have been in the habit of thinking these thoughts. And a lot of this is out of my control, just being a human being, going through life, having things happen, having things not happen, uh, feeling what I feel as a human being, that these thoughts are a, res- a natural response to being alive, being a human being in this, in this incarnation that I find myself in. So I don't have to take these thoughts so seriously. And, it's, and, and the less seriously I take them, there is more of a lightness of being. There is less of me trying to orchestrate things behind the scenes. There's less of me exerting my personal will for things to be a certain way. And as I find that the more... I had a teacher mention that to me once, that the more that I can be present in what is actually happening in the here and now, embracing it all, welcoming it all, that the personal will begins to disappear. And there again, it's not to say that I am, that I am idealizing being passive or not, not taking action when action needs to be taken. It's just that that personal will sometimes is the fuel uh, that ultimately keeps this resistance going. It keeps this uh, desire for things to be different going. And it keeps the conflict that happens in my, in my head going on. I had another teacher mention one time that, you know, and I think I've said this before in terms of the, you know, the, the, the mind cannot change the mind and that if there is conflict in the mind, the mind cannot make that conflict go away because the mind ultimately is conflict. That speaks to me at a really deep level because I have found it to be true in my own experience. I can't say if this is something that will resonate with other people, but I have, have experienced this enough and have had enough conversations with people that I feel like it at least bears mentioning it, that at least it merits mentioning it. 
and that yes much of my mind is conflict much of my mind is this constant back and forth this dialogue that in a lot of cases I don't want to say that it's useless because then I'm judging it it's just doing what it does my mind is simply doing what it does I don't want to be in the business of judging it to be good or bad or positive or negative and I don't want to be in the business of trying to squash it or make it go away or squelch it out so to speak I've instead, through the practice of mindfulness, and this has nothing to do with me, there's nothing uh, usual, unusual or unique or special about me. I'm just simply a regular, everyday human being that somehow came across mindfulness practice. I wanted to suffer less. I wanted to not have so much emotional turmoil. And what I didn't know, which was almost everything about mindfulness practice and the fruits of the practice, was that it does, it, it, yes, it can certainly help with those things, but I'm not trying to sell this in a certain way. I'm not selling this at all. What I'm really saying is that there's been so many surprises along the way. The, what I refer to as the fruits of the practice, there have been so many of this. This practice has, has, uh, has borne so much fruit. And I'm so incredibly grateful. And none of it was expected. And it's all been a surprise. And it's been a beautiful surprise. And there is, there continues to be gratitude for these things. There continues to be joy around it. And it is all about being here. And it's really counterintuitive. If I, if I would have thought years ago, if someone would have asked me, where can you find the most joy? Where are you not going to hurt emotionally anymore? I, my thoughts were always that, well, it, it would need to be far away wherever that place is that I want to find needs to be far away from where the, the tough times are right here, right now. I've found it actually to be the opposite of that. And I don't know if that will resonate with anyone at all. Uh, not saying that that's a truth. It's certainly not a belief. Uh, all I am really sharing here is that it's been the biggest surprise of my life and the biggest surprise of my inner journey is that, it, that all those good things that I, I, that I want to experience, uh, not that I'm caught up in wanting them or trying to make them happen, but they have been here in the middle of life while it's all happening in the middle of the storm and it all really ultimately boils down to that that uh, that joy that meaning that peace amidst the storm has all come about as a result of practicing mindfulness and ultimately what i refer to as mindful coping being able to take that mindfulness practice out the door every day with me into the world and to be able to be mindful on my feet so to speak out in the middle of life while it's all happening i found it to be possible it still surprises me. It still feels like a gift every day. And I am open to continuing to receive the gift, not knowing if I'm deserving of it or not. But I simply want to continue doing this practice. And not only doing this practice, but ultimately being this practice. Being mindfulness itself. Being present. Being in the here and now without trying to do anything at all. And without trying to be anyone that's trying to do it. <laughs>